Welcome to Paradigms on WBKM.org. Hey, good evening and welcome to Paradigms. Sunday, September 6th already. I can't believe it. My name is Baruch. I'm here with you tonight as every Sunday night from 8 to 9 on Paradigms with music and interviews and live music and recorded music and live interviews and recorded interviews. We've got a great show coming up tonight. I'm really happy to have Gordon Goldsmith in the studio who's going to be playing music for you. He's a, he's a one-man space rock dance, dance, techno, funk. <laughs> and uh, he's got quite a setup going here and the music sounds good. So we'll be hearing music from Gordon. And we've got an interview with Jenna Wagenrich later on who is a woman living in southern Vermont and practicing permaculture and wrote a book recently called Made from Scratch. You may want to check out her book. Uh, so I think let's say hello to Gordon and listen to uh, some music he recommended and then we'll, we'll get into some live stuff. How you doing? You're on. Say hello. I'm on, I'm on in here. You are. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks, Bru. Good. I'm good. Good. I'm good. Glad you're here. Yeah. Well, what I've been doing with musicians lately is asking them to tell me music they like that inspires them to to uh, play along with them. So, this first one uh, you picked is called "What Is It Without the Hand That Wields It." Yeah, it's a telephone Tel Aviv song. Wow. It's a little feedback there, um, and it's uh, like profoundly inspiring to me. Um, it's not quite in the vein of, of the kind of stuff I do, but um, it's a great piece of music. I wouldn't even really call it a song. I'd almost call it just sound. Um, All right. Well, let's listen to it. This is Telephone Tel Aviv on Paradigms on WBKM.org.
Well, that's some interesting sounds. I mean, there's rhythm and there are chords, but it's not what people usually think of as a song, like you said. Definitely not. It has a, a definitely a more, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, interesting structure. Although, I have nothing against verse, chorus, verse, chorus at all. Some of my favorite music's like that, but I like, you know, it, it was clear that the statement they wanted to make, you couldn't do, you know, with that kind of structure. So, What do you get from it? Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm lifting off in a spaceship, definitely. It's, I mean, the bass, the bass in that song is out of this world. Um, and when the Rhodes comes in, it's just, it's very haunting. I think haunting would be the word for that. And I really like music that's haunting. So I had to recommend it. Yeah. No, I felt like I could close my eyes and kind of journey with it. And then there are these sort of these clicking sounds that either sound like insects or machines and then there's this organic sound underneath it. Yeah, Telephone Televisions, they're real good at um, at mixing uh, those two worlds. The, the sort of glitches and clicks, um, some people know that as um, intelligent dance music. That's sort of the moniker for that. There's a whole genre, you know, now of, of glicky, blitchy, sort of, you know. Huh. That's Those are the drums, are these little glicks and blitches and... I like it because it's more cerebral than your average drum beat, and it takes oh, yeah. the place, I think, of a, a, where a cerebral melody might sort of take you into that brain zone. The, it's the rhythm that does it for me. I really like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm going to listen to more of that. Yeah, definitely. So you've got some, some music to play now for us. Yeah, this is called Unintelligent Dance Music. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Gordon Goldsmith. Thank <laughs> you. 
Well, that's the kind of music I can just sort of lose myself in. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Cool. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel when I'm playing it. So I think that's how music works, you know? Yeah, it's a trance. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The deeper you can go, that's a direction I'm trying to keep going. And it's, it's always about how easily you go into the trance. It's not about what notes you're playing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's just the surface. And then the trance takes you where it takes the you. The trance takes you where it takes you. That's the music. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So I'm curious, uh, how do I put this into words? Uh, where, not where does this take you, because it's pointless to try to describe that stuff, but wh what do you think is happening to you as a result of this music? Oh, man. Um, that's funny that it, I never really think of it that way. I more think of it sort of as what's happening to me so that the music comes out, I guess. Ah. But that's a really good question. I'd like to try and answer it. I'm, I, you know, I might fumble around a little bit trying to figure something out, but what does the music do to me? I, it sets me straight. It puts me squarely on the path that I need to be on in life. Um, I think that's what it does. Because when you... I think once I reached a certain level of skill... I mean, it's obviously not an overnight thing, but I remember a time a couple years ago when I really, I felt like I was starting to come into my own as an expressive musician and I could actually express, I wasn't just playing covers for people, I could actually express what I felt and what, on a certain level, only I feel, but on a different level, everyone feels, and that's when I got hooked. I mean, you know, I was taking classes at UVM and I just couldn't. I kept going to class, but I wasn't there. I, you know, I was somewhere else. Um, and it, yeah, it sets me straight. It lets me know what I need to do. That's neat. I, I, I ask that because I think, you know, whenever we're engaged in real expression, not rote mechanical reproduction, but real expression, we have to, we, it affects us. It does something to us or it comes to us. It's like an, any artist, if you look at a painter, I mean, your music will change you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's funny. I, yeah, I hadn't really thought of it like that, but I'm, it definitely, definitely does change me. Um, it turns me into a monster. Sometimes, not, not towards other people, but it, it's like spiritually another side comes out. And yep. It's very, very, um, th that's where I express violence. Um, that's where I express my feelings towards death you know these are things you can't really talk about with people you know like yep. over dinner or no they're uncomfortable they're uncomfortable but they're true it's everyone the deepest, has to deal with them it's the deepest truth and it, that's not it's not on a mental level oh i need to talk about death blah 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 it's just it just comes out yep. you know no i think what you said is really important because Everyone has a need to express, and some yeah. people do, and some people don't. Some people repress. Yeah. You know, I mean, violence. I think that's a great thing you said that because I'm all in favor of people expressing their violence in ways that don't actually hurt anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, what's the alternative? Yeah. What's the alternative? You'll either hurt somebody or you'll get really sick mentally. I think. Yeah. That's why you know. That's why I love vocalizing the way I do. You know, I I, I need to vocalize loudly. It helps me burn off extra energy. Yep, absolutely. I've been really in this place in the last couple of weeks, especially of honoring my rage. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's not like a low vibration or a bad thing. Yeah. It, it it can be a motivator for really constructive yes. stuff. Yeah. Right I, yeah, I couldn't agree with yeah. you. Well, this is great. This is a perfect segue into our interview with uh, Jenna. Go, yeah. 
So well, let's go into the interview with Jenna Wagenrich and talk about permaculture a little bit, and then we'll be back with more music from Gordon Goldsmith on Paradigms on WBKM.org. I hope you stick around. Here is Jenna. My name is Jenna Wagenrich, and I am 26 and living in southern Vermont on a cabin on a couple acres that I rent, and I am trying to be a part-time homesteader while having a full-time job. Wow. How's that going? So far, so good, but I've never been this tired in my life. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a good tired. What kind of homesteading stuff are you doing? Well, we have um, sheep here that are raised for wool, and we have a a young new goat kid that's here for pack goating, um, um, goat packing, which is like uh, training a, a goat to help you carry gear on hiking trips. We have a, a big organic garden, and uh, we had bees that we just lost to a bear. Um, we have working house dogs that are dog sledding uh, huskies as well as um, working pack dogs. And let's see what else when we have the chickens up the wazoo and yeast. And a duck, and we do lots of sewing and cooking and baking bread, and just trying to do as much as we can for ourselves. Wow! And you have a full-time job outside of all that. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm, I'm a web designer. Uh, and didn't you just write a book? I did. I just wrote. Um, I just uh, I just came out this past winter, and the book is called Made from Scratch. And it's about my first year of learning to homestead while having a full-time job out in Idaho. So I moved to Vermont here from uh, from Idaho, actually, last last winter. Wow, and you've gotten all that going in a year. Yes, it's been a very busy year, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess so, wow. Well, the, the, the show is focused around the, this question that is pretty much the jumping-off point for everything. And some of what you've described, I'm sure, is part of the answer. But the question is, what are your visions of a viable future for life on Earth that includes human beings. What do you imagine? What do you see? I think a viable future comes from, I I think people need to learn how to take care of themselves again. And I I think a lot of folks, if anything really happened from a disaster to uh, just just gas becoming $8 a gallon, I I think there's a lot of things that could happen and a lot of folks would be kind of helpless. And and I don't mean that in any kind of, like, apocalyptic, anarchist, conspiracy theory way. I just think that there's a lot of um, insurance in just knowing that you know how to get food on the table and you have a garden in the backyard and some chickens laying eggs. It's, it's nice to come home from work and I don't have to run to the grocery store. What do you see happening moving in the direction of people, you know, yourself included, but also other people, becoming more prepared? Do you, do you see that happening? Well, I think people are, I mean, and again, I don't mean this in any kind of uh, terrifying way. I just think you turn on the news and you hear about, you hear about like (laughs) E. coli and like every kind of possible, it just, I think food's getting more and more unsafe because it has to be produced so far from home uh, in such mass quantities. And I think people are starting to learn the safety as well as the quality and the, you know, the ecology that goes with local foods. And I think that's really where, uh, you know, sustainable life has to move towards, getting getting food more from your own backyard and less from a truck that brought it from 3,000 miles away. And you're doing that? I'm trying to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing what I can. I, th- I think everyone can do something. 
Are, are there any projects other than what you're doing that you're particularly aware of that you feel like are reaching into the kind of future you're talking about? I think if you look all over Vermont, New England in general, it's everywhere you look. People are coming together at, you know, they're going to the farmer's market instead of going to the grocery store on the weekends. Uh, there's CSA is popping up everywhere. I just, I just heard on the radio this weekend that uh, there are people in New York City bring their food scraps to community compost centers in, in Brooklyn. I just think that there's a, a paradigm shift going on, and a lot of people are starting to look a different way. I think there's a million little puzzle pieces happening right now that are really helping to bring uh, a more uh, sustainable life for all of us together. I, I just think if, if you want to know what it, a really good salad takes, tastes like, you should uh, plant some lettuce this year. I think it's not too early for anyone to start their first garden. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. That was Jenna Wagenrich, who recently moved to Vermont to practice permaculture and write her book and and do her farming thing. And that was recorded at the beginning of the summer. And here we are at the end of the summer, and we've been eating out of our gardens and, you know, going to the farmer's market. And it's good. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So let's see. What? Did, uh, let's go back to uh, Mr. Gordon here and... Let's see what else you can tell us. Well, we were just having an interesting conversation about music and stimulating your brain and making you know music that's not just memorized but that's alive. Right. Yeah. That's um, again good question. Good segue into the next piece. Um, I'm very, very, very big into improvisation, um, and I've been thinking almost to a fault. Almost. Not. That's not true. Everything needs balance. Though, um, but I'm very, very into improvisation, um, and uh, I feel like I'd be. I feel like the the next stage for me is to um, create, do more music that uh, is something I would do. You know, more or less the same sort of night in, night out. Not in a bad way. You know, the dynamics would still be there. It's just. Um, a lot of the stuff I do right now is very improvisational, and there's just a lot of sort of, um, I, I stay in the moment with it, you know. It keeps it fresh. It does keep it fresh. It's not a problem. There's always room for growth, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, a month from tonight, actually, on this show, uh, we're having a show with an interview with Holly Near and a live musician named Malcolm Rollick, and Malcolm is a young woman who plays only improvisational music. Very nice. She cool. gets up and plays a song, and she is making it up on the spot, and I know her, and I've heard her perform, and she blew me away. That the, See, that's the, that's the payoff. is, um, And there's definitely levels of skill to the improvisational thing. If you're doing, uh, like, lyrics also, not just freestyle rapping, but sort of singing it, just making a song as you go, for me, I get great pleasure out of that. Um, it's not something I've done live, like, for an audience at this point. Maybe I'll do it soon, though. Um, because nine times out of ten, what you'll get is okay. You can sort of, you can sort of BS your way through it. Um, but that that ten percent of the time, you get something that's absolutely remarkable. You well, know? and it's uh, oh, my brain just went blank. Anyway, oh, it's a huge leap of faith. Yes, yeah. That's well. That's I think the beauty of the music is that's what it over time improvisational music teaches you to trust in the moment more than any other kind of music. I think definitely. And that's one of the reasons people love comedy. Yeah. You know, especially when it's live comedy that's improvised, 
you know, it's it's right there. It's right in your face. And yeah. Oh wow! What did they just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it punches you in the face for sure. Yeah. Cool. Should I uh, play something or? You yeah. Let me know when you want me to play Why don't you something? play something? Okay. While Gordon's getting ready, I'll just give you a heads up. Next week, the PMP band will be back in the studio on Paradigms playing their fantastic Irene music, great reggae, lots of love, good vibes. And uh, on the 20th, Steph Pappas will be here. And on the 27th, it'll be a Buffy St. Marie show. I got that interview with Buffy St. Marie, and so she'll be on on the 27th. And uh, then on the 4th, it's Holly Near and Malcolm Rollick and... We continue. Janice Yeen will be coming up soon. So keep listening, and I think Gordon's ready for us now. I'm ready. This is called Ignition.
You like kids? Whoa. <laughs> That's a funny question. I actually work with kids. That's my day job. I work in an after-school program at the YMCA. That, so, that's what I got so from I the song. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, yeah, I love kids. Um, I definitely love kids. I've been that's been my summer job, and at times my uh, job all year round for, um, geez, like 11 years or something. So that maybe. song really made me think of kids. Yeah. Well, there's. I like working with kids because. Um, their minds are, are ex- extremely open. They're so open. And honestly, I get more inspiration reading some kids' books than I do... I don't know. How do other people get inspiration? I don't know. I get a lot of inspiration from kids' books. Um, because the stories are simple, but there's a profound there's profound emotion. But, you know, below the good ones, there's a lot of crappy yeah, you know, kids' yeah. books. But a lot of people who write kids' books are writing them because they really want to give something to those kids and yeah. in, in that form. And so there is something real in there. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. <laughs> nice. I like that. So you're listening to Paradigms on WBKM.org. And this show actually focuses on this question, you know, what are our visions of a viable future for life on Earth that includes humans? So I'm ask you, what are some of your visions for humanity, and what do you see going on that you think is working that's going in a good direction? Going on, things that are going on that I think are working, I'd have to start, um, I think it all starts with the individual and with the individual's consciousness. And I think until there's a revolution of consciousness to sort of throw that term out there, um, it's going to be hard getting people to do a whole lot of anything good as a collective. Um, a lot of stuff that has to do with energy work, um, qigong, reiki, yoga, those are all paths, I think, that that can save the planet. Um, you know, my journey has been sort of crazy. Um, I was pretty involved with drugs uh, a few years ago, just going into college. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was very lost. This was before I got seriously, seriously into music. But even through the music stuff, too, I I was on some drugs, and um, I never hit rock bottom with that, but I discovered Qigong, which, for listeners who don't know, is, it's related to Kung Fu in a way. It's a a way of um, balancing and, uh, balancing and strengthening your body's energy centers. And before I discovered that, I, I was I was very much lost, and I was also very ignorant about how the consciousness and the body work together, and how it's really one big thing. Um, and if you feel like junk, man, you're not going to go save the world. And even if you feel great, you're not going to save the world. But if the whole world feels great, then we can save ourselves. You know that. So that's that's sort of my that's the most important aspect of it for me yep starting we, got, we have to get our minds together starting with the individual getting themselves together so that they can participate with others absolutely yeah otherwise we don't have a chance you know we'll we'll i mean we do but we'll hit bottom first yeah so. yeah interesting thanks cool well let's go into some more music gordon brought other music with him and this is a classic this is led zeppelin with since i've been yeah. loving you Why'd you pick that one? Oh man, the, the, it's uh, I'm, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Um, this is it's uh, 
it's so explosive. It's and it's a long song too. You know, they it it goes for a while and um, they just explode and then they come around again the next time and they explode harder. Robert Plant is on fire. You know, Jimmy Page is on fire. It's just it's just I just love it. It's rock and roll. Right. I love so it. let yourself travel with this song. Since I've been loving you, Led Zeppelin on Paradigms on WBKM.org.
You kind of don't get more classic rock than Led Zeppelin. <laughs> classic rock. Oh, Can you say that? That's somebody else's thing. Uh, it's probably copyrighted. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but but yeah, that I mean, like the guitar in there, and it's it's like a voice. It's like a really jittery voice to me, which is why I didn't used to like, you know, I used to love Led Zeppelin. I mean, I've always loved Led Zeppelin. I'll probably always love Led Zeppelin. But um, Jimmy Page as just a soloist, like as a shredding guy, I, uh, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't immediately take to it, I'm not going to lie. I've always been a fan of like sort of smoother, like David Gilmour of Pink Floyd and um, Jimi Hendrix even, although he can just basically go wherever he wants, you know. <laughs> But um, Jimmy Page is very, very energetic and very jittery, and I, 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 I love it now. I love it. It's a whole different side of the blues. Um, it's sort of manic blues. Manic blues, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I love it. Oh, man. 
And who of us hasn't felt that way? Manic blues. Manic yes. blues at one time or that's another. That's what I'm saying. I, I think the the blues to me are so influential. It's just um, all the all that low down dirty stuff that you can take and turn around into a positive spiritual thing. That's what the blues are to me. You know, that's his manicness is just dirty. It's just so dirty. Well, you know, I spent some time down in New Orleans, and and I've always been a blues fan and listening to music down there and. You know, it's about taking human suffering and transforming it into into the beauty that we actually really are. Yeah. Even through our suffering, which is part of hum, human life, is suffering. Yes. You know, yes. but I like what the Buddhists say. They say, you know, life includes suffering, and all things pass, including your suffering. So don't suffer over your suffering. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which we also all do at one time or another, I imagine. Right. Some not suffering and some suffering. Yeah, and suffering over our suffering. Suffering Oh, I'm so blue. Yeah. Sometimes I like to go there. It's weird. It's maybe Mm -hmm. that's sort of emo. I don't know, but you know, that's just part of who I am. Is you know, it's not emo. I'm not emo, and I go there sometimes. Yeah, good. So two not emo guys who go there. Yeah, there's something to be said. You know, like my dog died just like three weeks ago. My dog I'd had for over 15 years, and. And uh, which is why she hasn't been barking on the show the last few weeks. And I miss her terribly, and it's very sad. And I'm giving myself permission to spend time with feeling really lousy about it because I'm not going to stay there, but she deserves that in some way, as well as all the good memories and the joy, you Mm -hmm. know? But the human experience is not just about happiness. I, I was telling you, I used to be a therapist, and people would come in and, I would say, why are you here? And they'd say, well, I'm not happy. And I would say, well, I'm the wrong therapist for you because <laughs> I don't believe in an abject state of static happiness. It's not real. No, that's, yeah, that's like uh, some Aldous Huxley stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't want, you definitely don't want. What's that drug they use? Uh, I forget the name. Yeah, Soma. 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 <laughs> or Prozac or whatever it is. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you got up for us next? Uh, I got some more music. Let me see. And while Gordon's figuring that out, I just want to let you all know that if you go to WBKM.org on the web, scroll to the bottom, click on Paradigms, you'll see all our past shows, and this show will be up there by tomorrow morning, and there will be a page with links to uh, more information about Gordon and his music, and also uh, links to Jenna's stuff. So check out our website, WBKM.org. Just need one no worries. Live radio, folks. That's what happens when you have live, live radio. radio. There's like, man, the sounds coming in from outside are beautiful. It's a beautiful night. Beautiful night. It's cool that you can open the windows in here. I, I've never played on the radio, and I sort of pictured something like a recording studio with like six-foot-thick walls and stuff. This no, this is, really is pretty cool. funky. we got a pizza place downstairs and the firehouse right around the corner. I'm surprised they haven't gone off in the middle of one of your yeah. songs. Maybe this one. Maybe this one. Fire in the recording studio. Radio studio. (laughs) Okay, this one's called Colored Up Face.
the kind of stuff I like to listen to when I'm driving and I'm like Rah! yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. honoring the rage man yep yep there's a place for it absolutely yeah now, I wonder uh, what the listeners think about that send me an email baruch at mcn.org b-a-r-u-c-h what do you think about it? where's the place for our rage where's what, the place for the rage you know music is this place our place you know yeah art place yep way to do something constructive definitely not in the car though <laughs> no not in the car i have a good friend who said a great thing to me she said uh she said that when she got into her 40s she no longer used the car to express her emotions huh yeah yep man even i remember uh i don't i used to like dance not not only in the car but with the car it's sort of like Move the steering wheel around, and that sketches people out. So I don't yep. do that anymore. Yep. I learned, I unlearned that habit. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good for me. All right. That that's very good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, using the card to express emotion. <laughs> well, let's see. Now you had picked out a couple more uh, bits of music, and the first one I want to play is this "Players Ball" from Outcast. Oh yeah, that's a funky one. Anything you want to say before we hit it? Oh man. Um, no, I think the song says it all. All right. Definitely. <laughs> this is Outcast on Paradigms on WBKM.org. I'll hurt one. Here's a little something for the players out there hustling, getting down for theirs. From East Park, College Park, Decatur. Man, so thick. Low riders, 77 Seville's, Air Dogs. Them but them lacks. All the players. The house. All the hustlers. I'm talking about a black man in heaven here. Out. You know what I'm saying? Down down like that. Yeah. 
you play just got your sauce laying on ice I hope when all out this is over and I get out yeah. My kids, I have a story that should be told <laughs> about
that was Player's Ball from Outcast starting us out, and something called Iambic Nine Poetry from Square Pusher. We had a little technical glitch with the feed, but here's Gordon Goldsmith with his final music for the night.
Nice. I like that. We had one thank of those. You, thank you. <laughs> we had one of those live radio moments where one of the computers went down. So uh, we record this show so it can go up on the podcast. So missed a little bit of that, but that's got, okay. Got most of it. I'm the owner of it, so I can like play it again. You know, right on. And record it. <laughs> Good deal. Wow. Great stuff. Thank you very so much. So are you, uh, you said, you told me before the show you did a gig at Radio Bean recently. Do you have any other stuff going on? Or? Um, yeah, I, uh, actually, after this, I'm pretty much free for about six weeks. And then I have a very exciting show coming up again at the Radio Bean on October 23rd. It's Friday night. It's at 8 p.m. I'll put it on my uh, MySpace, so if you... Go to WBKM's website to make it as easy as possible for everybody. If you go to BKM's website, link to my website, it'll be there. But it's October 23rd, Friday night, Radio Bean. Um, and the 24th is my birthday. So it's going to be a blast. All right. For sure. All right. Definitely. Good deal. Well, I hope you have a great show. Uh, thank you very much. All right. Thanks so much for coming in. It's been a great pleasure. It's been really, thank really you fun. Much. Really fun. Well, we're almost to the end of our, our uh, this episode of Paradigms. A couple of things I wanted to let you know. Teresa Tudori, this Tuesday night, Langdon Street Cafe in Montpelier at 8 o'clock. Uh, she was on the show June 21st, so you can go to our archives and listen to that show, listen to the interview with her. She promised me her new CD then, and it's still not out. They're still mixing which tells me they're just taking their time to do a really yeah. good job. That's the way That's the way you got to do it, Yeah. very slowly. Yeah. But she will be in Montpelier, which is great because she's from California. She's doing a little East Coast tour. So check that out. Uh, we're going to listen to one of her songs on the way out tonight. And uh, just shoot me a, an email, baruch at mcn.org. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know if you have any thoughts you'd like to share on Paradigms. Have a great week. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to let people know about. I think I mentioned all those fantastic upcoming shows. Remember uh, David Rovick's Sunday night, September 27th, Friends Meeting House, Burlington, Vermont, 8 p.m. Definitely show up for that. And if you're in Maine that night, Buffy St. Marie is performing in Brownsville, and she invited me to the show, and I can't be there, and I wish I could. But uh, she'll also be in Montreal October 2nd, so... It's, as always, been fun. This is Baruch on Paradigms on WBKM.org. Have a great week, and we'll leave you with Teresa Tudori's River of Life on, on WBKM.org. Why was I born? What am I to do? Where am I going next? Who the hell are you? Who knows what sweet thing it is That turns the world Now all I see is the river of life The river of life All I see is the river of life the river of life I had a sweet romantic love The kind I always wished I would But we all know romantic love The 
does no one any good I prefer a love like ours The kind that skins its knees Now all I see is the river of life River of life All I see is the river of life